Okay, Chazal uh, tell us that at the time of Purim, there was the, I guess you could say, the completion of Kabbalah Satara took place. That Kimu uh, Vakiblu, that Klal Yisrael had said, Nasev and Ishma, the time of Maimon Harsinai, and at Purim time, there was a more complete, something that Kimu Masha Kiblu Kfar, that they were Makayim, the original Kabbalah Satara, and it became something different, something more. Um, to those that wonder, so what changed? So then what took all the way until um, what took all the way until the time of Purim for the, like what, what happened? So Chayyur Pasha Pshat is that um, first Klal Yisrael, all of Klal Yisrael said we should do something and then the board had to get around to voting on it. So then, you know, about a thousand years later, so they were able to be Kimu Masha Kiblu Kvar. How the table's doing? Okay. Um, no, but uh, so the the, uh, the the new Kabbalah Satara was obviously something significant and something different. The question is, did anything really change? Did anything? Did anything uh, as far as as far as the, the that's too bad you missed that. Is is is. is, is it's okay. I'll get it on the last. I did the, the very quick. The very quick. Like what what. Between Shavuos and, and Purim, so Kimu Masha Kibbutzar. So, what happened? So, first all of Kali Shal said, "Let's do something," uh-huh. and then a thousand years later, the board got around to voting it in. So, <laughs> um, so. Uh, so we're, doing, we're, we're moving quickly. Yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> So the, 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 the new Kabbalah Satara, L'Chaira, um, should have made some sort of impact as far as what Torah is, what Torah is all about, and, and our relationship to it. So what exactly, what exactly changed? What exactly... Okay, so, so yes, there was another Kabbalah Satara that took place. What, what difference did it make? The, the last halacha in Hilchus Megillah, which is, it's a Hilchus Megillah and Hanukkah is together, but so it's Perak Beis and Hilchus Megillah. So last halacha, um, part of it is very famous, and um, it's kind of always dealt with kind of in, in a, as like a package deal type of thing, but it's, it's not really so partial to, to look at it that way. The halacha says like this, Kol Sifri Hanavim v'chol haksuvim asidin livato limos ha-Mashiach. All the Sifri Nevi'im and all Ksuvim are in the future going to be bottle. Um, in Mashiach times. Chutz mi Megillas Esther, except for Megillas Esther, harihi kayemes, kechamisha chum shetorah, ukehilchus kalachos shel Torah shabal pesha in a betel loilam. So Megillas Esther, of all the Sifrin of Imiksufim, is the one that's going to last, just like chamisha chum shetorah, and just like all the halachos of Torah shabal pesha. V'afal pisha kolzi karan hatsaros yivatal, and even though all the other memories of Tsaros are going to be bottled. Shinamar kinishkachu atsaros arishonos vachinistru me enai. Nonetheless, you may have purim lo yivatlu. Purim is not going to be bottled. Shinamar vimei ha purim elo lo yavru mitocha yehudim vizichram lo yosef mizaram. 
that there's always going to be a remembrance of Purim. So there are two parts to this halacha. The first seemingly is, is almost unrelated to, to, to Purim itself. The first is that all Sifri Nevi'im are going to be bottle. All Sifri Nevi'im and Ksuvim are going to be bottle somehow, except for Megillah Sester. And the Raiva you know, doesn't like the, the whole Lushen of it. Sifri Nevi'im, bottle, what does that mean exactly? Okay, it's unclear what exactly it means, but all of these Sfarim are bottle, except for Megillah Sester. Megillah Sester lasts. And then it talks about all the other Yamim Tovim are bottle, except for Purim. So, there's a lot of raid, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, talk about Purim, how Purim is different than other Yom Tovim, um, and so, so that's why Purim is, is the Yom Tov that's not bottle. That does not talk about, what does it mean when we talk about Sifri Nevi'im becoming bottle, as opposed to Megillus Esther? The Gemara has, uh, the Gemara talks about how historically, Megillus Esther almost didn't make it into Ksuvim. How this talk, should it be part of it, should it not be part of it? And it was, you know, so to say, allowed in, but just by the skin of its teeth. And, um, and yet, now the, the Rambam's telling us that at the end, it's always going to remain part of Tanakh, or, or whatever's going to remain of it, but all the other Sifri, Nevim, and Ksufim are going to be bottled except for Megillah Sester. So there's something about the Megillah itself not Purim, but there's something about the Megillah that's different. So, w- w- what's that all about? Also, the way the Rambam phrases it is he says, Like the Chomish and like the Halachas of Tarsha Peh. So, I mean, first of all, you could just say it's not going to be bottle. You could also say it's not going to be bottle like the Chumash. It's just, just very unusually wordy for the Rambam to say it's going to not be bottle and then start listing other things that aren't bottle. Chumash and, and yes and, and halachas of Tarsha All those things won't be bottle. What is the, what, what is the Rambam um, conveying to us with, uh, when, when he expresses it like that? When it comes to, to the Megillah, so we know that uh, when, when we read the Megillah, we fold it like an Igeres. We fold it uh, like a letter. It's opened up. It's not in a scroll form. It's opened up and folded over backward. Because it, in, in one part of the Megillah, in Paraktes, Pesach, Havav, the Megillah is referred to as an Igeres. On the other hand, there are many halachas. Like basically the whole beginning of Tafresh Tzadi Aleph. Do you have the Rambam? Shulchan uh, Aruch constantly saying, "Ain't kosevinus on Megillah. You don't write the Megillah ela bedio ala gvil or klaf kesefer Torah. You have to write the 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 Megillah like a sefer Torah." And then um, it goes further. It talks about whether or not the that you need ibud lishma, whether or not the 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 klaf that you use has to be um, uh, tanned lishma in order for it to be made into a Megillah. And l'chari, uh, the machlokes over there, is whether or not, as far as this halacha of how you tan the hide, is it considered like a Sefer Torah or not? 
Um, again, it, can, it, it continues. If it's written by a non-Jew or an apikoris psula, Again, it's compared to to um, a sefer Torah, um, and as it goes on over here, it says. Uh, um, you have to look at some at, at another. You can't do it off the top of your head. You have to see it, and then you have to say it while you're writing it. So again and again and again, and again we have halachas about it that are just like in a sefer Torah. And the, so the, the Gemara Megillah says on Daf Yud Tes that. The, the a Megillah is called a Sefer in in uh, in Pasuk um, it's Pasuk Lamed Beis Paraktes Pasuk Lamed Beis it's referred to as a Sefer and in Pasuk Chavtes it's referred to as an Igeres so there are halachas that it's like an Igeres and there are halachas that it's like a Sefer there are, the the Ran quotes the Ramban as saying that Lagabe the way as far as as far as like the the the, the actual structure of it like the physical form of it it has the halachas of a Sefer Torah. As far as the way you read it, as far as it's the way he says as as everything chutz, everything not about it itself, but everything that's chutz, outside of just the physical thing itself, of how it's written, that is, that for that we give it the halacha of an Igeres. And that's why we have kind of, there are some things where it is exactly like a Sefer Torah, and then there are other things, especially having to do with the, with the, with the way we read it, etc., that... that um, are not like a Sefer Torah because it's called an Igaris and it's called a Sefer and therefore it has the denim of both so what does it mean aside from the tech in, in these in, in, in the technical halachas what does it mean that something is, is a Sefer what, what are these two words Sefer Igaris what do they mean a sefer is, uh, you know, pasha, sefer is a book, Igeris is a letter. So, a book or a sefer is something that is written, um, it's not addressed to anyone in particular, it just, it is. It's someone wants to lay out an idea, a fact, um, uh, you know, a story, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, and they put it down in a sefer. An Igeris is something that's addressed to someone. It's to a specific person who lives at a specific time, in a specific uh, moment. Um, and so an Igeris is certainly a, a lot more of a personal thing. A Sefer is less personal, but a Sefer is something that is, uh, it's, it's, it's something that, that lasts Lodoros. Um, uh, a person writes a, a book, so they're trying to, to, to not write something that's, desig that, that's only speaking to a specific person at a specific time. Anybody who's writing something that, that's, a, that's a book is trying to write something that's timeless. They want to write something, they want to put down an idea, an ideal, and they want it to be something that is going to so, so something like that is something that, that's, that's written into, in, in a Sefer. So an Igeris is something that's personal. It's usually about a specific thing, or at, it's, it's certainly written to a person who lives at, at time A in place B. You know, that, that's, that's what it is. A Sefer is something that's a lot more general. It's not written to anybody in specific. It's written just to the Welt, to, you know, to the world at large. 
And its point is not to, 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 to deal with a specific moment of time. It's to deal with, you know, to, to put down things um, in a safer. A get. A get, has, a, a get um, is described as a safer tirukin and an igerish shivukin. So it's, it's a safer of tirukin where, where, there's, where there's like a break. And it's an igeris of shivukin, where, where of, of sending away. Because there are two things that happen in a get. One is that a kedushin, which is just a, a concept, right? a kedushin is broken. And, that, and the, the break is a break that lasts forever. So this kedushin is broken, leolam void. So that part of it is safer. And it's in igeris shivukin, because we are addressing that you, or she, is now sent away. So it's very specific to her. Uh, uh, a shaita, the reason a, a, sh- a female shaita can't be makabal uh, a get is because every time you send her away, she comes back again. So the, the get thereof, her not being able to be makabal a get, is that if, sh- if she's always going to be chayzeris, if she's always going to keep coming back, so then it doesn't count because the igerish shvukin doesn't work. That, but, but, but the igerish part of it is about what she has to do. It's that it's being, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's speaking to her. In Igeres, or let's start from the safer part of something. A safer is something that, a lot of times you can read a safer. Um, I'm sure it happens. Uh, in Igeres, uh, a safer is something that's written to, to the world at large. Most often, you're going to read it and say, that's an interesting idea. If somebody writes you a letter, let's say you read a Sefer about, you read, you know, Sefer Chavetz Chaim. So Sefer Chavetz Chaim writes, you know, you're not allowed to do this. So a lot of times you think to yourself, ah, I knew that guy was wrong for doing that. And, and, and uh, you know, so you hear nice ideas about Lashon Hara, but it's not, doesn't, doesn't necessarily hit you in the heart, right? Well, other times what you can have is you have a, uh, you, somebody could send you a letter or leave you a message and they say that you did this. You know, your Rebbe, your Rebbe uh, says, you know, you did this and this is wrong for this reason and that reason and I expect more of you and you're better than that and you're above that and, and you shouldn't be doing that. That's something that, that, that zings you and, and it goes right to you. So the Igeres is something that's personal. It's to you. It touches you. A safer is something that's more general. It's not really directed at you. On the other hand, that, that letter or that Moser Shmuz that you got when you were 18 years old about whatever you know, silly thing that you did wrong, so if you would read that letter now, you might laugh at it. You might think it's like uh, you know, uh, babyish or silly. Right? Listening to, to go to... If you ever go back to like a high school Musser schmooze, so it's just, you, you, I don't know, it's like it's, you know, it's a little funny, it's cute, it's like, but it's not, it's not for adults. That's, it doesn't, it's, it's geared to a very specific time and, and, uh, and, and, and uh, type of person and maturity level. That's what it is. Once you're past that, once you're beyond that, once you're not there anymore, it doesn't speak to you anymore. So an Igeres is something that is, definitely zings you hard, but on the other hand, it's not timeless. A Sefer is something that, you know, when the Chafetz Chaim wrote down Helchas Lashon Hara, so he was saying timeless truths, 
right? So now, does he, did, did he know what it means to text and to Facebook and to this and to that and, and, and all the, so you know, he's not speaking directly to you and therefore it may not hit you as hard, right? That's good timing, right? It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily hit you as hard, but, but, uh, but at the same time, his safer is something that goes with Doros, because no matter what he talks about, there's always going to be something more and something vital that, 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 that's going to change. Chazal tell us that if there wouldn't have been chait, if the, if the, if the, if the Jewish people hadn't sinned with the chait Egel, there would have been Torah, but there would have been no Nevi'im. It says, Chutz Yoshua, there would have been maybe Sefi Yoshua because of Shvacho Shel Eretz Yisrael, but there wouldn't have been Nevi'im. Because Nevi'im were, what, what, what are the Nevi'im all about? The Nevi'im are basically Sifrei Musar that are geared to people who did something wrong. So the Nevi'im went and gave it to them. And so those, the, those Divrei Hanavi, the, the Divrei Chizuk and the Divrei Musar, that come from the Nevi'im are only necessary because of chait. But for what it is in itself, it's not something that, 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 that needed necessarily to exist. Divrei Nevi'im, one of the, fa- one of the, the famous uh, prophecies is, is the Michtav of Meliyahu, right? That's, that's what the Michtav of Meliyahu is named after, right? That, that Navi times, at times is called, is referred to as a Michtav, is referred to as a letter, because it's a letter addressed to specific things done wrong at specific times, specific people. The Gemara Megillah says that really there were thousands and thousands and thousands of Nevi'im, and there were tons, tons of Nevu'ah all over the place. But what? So why do we have such limited Nevu'ah written down to us? Because it says, the way it says it, is because this is what was Nitzricha. This is what was necessary to, to be transmitted beyond that moment that the, that the Nevu'ah was given. Everything else wasn't necessary. That, that moment needed a Navi to go and tell someone, you shouldn't do this. And that was important for that moment and that person. And that's it. So it's not recorded the Doros. So the Nevu'ahs that we have of the different Nevi'im, which is such a tiny drop in the bucket of all the Nevu'ah that was given, those are things that have application beyond those, beyond, you know, those specific people. But when Mashiach comes and the ills of Klal Yisrael, the Yetzirah, all the things that we do wrong, when all that goes away... So then there's no need for Nevi'im anymore. So therefore the Rambam says, based on this, this is a Yerushalmi, he says that when at the time, Kol Sifri Nevi'im, V'chalak Suvim Asidim Livatu Limosa Mashiach. All the Sifri Nevi'im and Suvim are going to be Batu Limosa Mashiach. Why? No Yetzirah, no doing anything wrong. Well, if there's nobody doing anything wrong, there's no, no need for Nevu'ah. Those Divrei Nevu'ah go away. Because the Nevu'ah was... It's, it's, it's a mikhtav. It's something that is designated for a certain time, a certain place, certain things that are wrong, and it addresses those specific things. Chamisha Chamisha Torah, the Torah, Chas V'Sholem is never going to go away. Why? Because it's, Torah is a safer. They are truths that are written, they are from, directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and those truths are things that last the Olam void. Now, the flip side is that perhaps a is something 
that is written with motivation and it's written and it rips people and calls them sinners and calls them this and calls them that and it motivates them to become better. And the Torah just says, lo signof, lo sinof. And it's just seemingly dry and it just says a thing. It doesn't have any motivation, doesn't have any oomph to it. It's not written personally. It doesn't try to, it doesn't come and get you. So the Torah is a safer. Nevi'im are more along the lines of a michtav or an igeres because the Nevi'im are talking to us. The Torah is something that is, it's something that's ledoros, but it doesn't talk to us as much. Oftentimes, unfortunately, when we learn in, in, in a, you know, a young guy in Beis Medrash, so a lot of times he can go and, and make a siyama babakama and it's not going to do anything to him. And it's going to be one shmuz that he had with his Rebbe, when his Rebbe really, like, you know, uh, you know found, found that, that flaw inside of him and pointed it out to him and, you know, and gave it to him. And that's what, that's what might turn a guy's life upside down. Because a lot of times when we, when, when we approach Torah, we see it as ideas and ideals, and we believe in it, of course, but it doesn't hit us. And, but, but that divrei musr, you know, that, that's, that's more off the cuff and more direct, that's going to be what gets us. At the time of Kabbalah Satara, the initial Kabbalah Satara, Kafalem Har Kagigas, there was an overwhelming recognition of the fact that the Torah is true and that these are truths and that this is what the world is about and that there's a HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's all real and Nasa Nishma will do it because it's all true. We all recognized that same truth the same way. We all were able to be makabalit as being true. But at, that, at the same time, it was something that our relationship to it, our ability to relate it to ourselves was limited. At the time of Purim, Hadar Kiblua, when they were makabalit me'ava, when they were makabalit me'ava, when they, when they, they, the love that it came, what, what generates that love? It's when there's a realization that this Torah over here speaks to me. This Torah is hitting me. There was something that happened at the time of Purim that made it that Kalal Yisrael, in their deher of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in their realization of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in everything, through everything, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's guidance of them, there was something that happened at that moment that caused that now the Torah was something that was able to hit each of us in our own way, in our, from our own perspective, and now it was able to reach us even more deeply. Megillus Esther is a safer and an Igeras. It's a safer, it's unique. It's the only, Nevi'im are not mechadish anything. The reason they can go away is because there's nothing new in them. Any halacha is in the Sefer, is, is in the sefer Torah. The Navi wasn't able to be mechadish anything. The only mitzvah that's nishadish in any of Nach is the, the mitzvahs of Purim. The mitzvahs of Purim, which are mitzvahs de Rabbana, they're not the Raisa. But the only time where there's a mitzvah that is written in a Sefer is Megillah Sester. So there's a Sefer Torah aspect to it where there are truths that are laid out and given to us as a Sefer. But it, and it has that nitzchias of, of a Sefer Torah. But at the same time, it has the tam of an igeris. It has that taste of a letter, the taste of something that, is, that, that speaks to us, that's written to you, and that is something that's able to penetrate your heart. At the time of Purim, 
there was a new Kabbalah Satara. It was a Kabbalah Satara that came from this realization and from a, a revelation from Hashem that the Torah is not just a truth that's out there that we can reach for and that we can live our lives by, but it's something that's able to talk to us and penetrate us and, and, and be with us in our lives. The Rambam expresses, Megillus Esther, it says that everything else is going to be bottle. Why does the Rambam have to pick on both? Why doesn't he just say which is not bottle? Because there are two aspects of Torah. There's one aspect which is just a truth that's written in a sefer, and it is what it is. There's another that's Torah the Torah that we develop within ourselves, the Torah that, 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 that comes from within and touches us within. Megillus Esther is both. Megillus Esther is a Sefer and an Igaris. It's a Sefer that has these truths that are written out and that are never bottled, but it's also something that's able to touch us within. And at this time, the Torah shifted to being like that as well. The new Kabbalah Satorah made it, that now we are able to experience within the dry halachas of Shoshanagah Chasapara, we're able to get from that, not just whatever the dry halacha is, but also that the Torah is able to speak to us and talk to us and touch us. Amalek, it says Amalek was, was Hikar's Baruch. Amalek chaptu HaKadosh Baruch was. It's just they said, so what? Right? They didn't care. They had, you, they had the Sefer, but didn't have the Igeris. They had the fact that there's a truth out there. But so what? It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my life. So the, the, the flip side of that, the Nitzachan over that, the, the, the victory over that, is that we have a Sefer that's also an Igeras. Moshe Rabbeinu is told that So what's Pshat? It says, write it down on a Sefer and then put it into the ears of Yoshua. So maybe it's write it in a Sefer, show it to Yoshua. Maybe it's tell it to Yoshua and then write it down in a Sefer. What's the point of first writing it down and then saying it, Simba Azna Yoshua? The idea is because when you defeat Amalek, the way to defeat Amalek is that it's Ksovzosikor and Sefer. It's to write it down in a Sefer, but Simba Azna Yoshua. It has to talk to someone, it has to go into one's ears, it has to be something that penetrates. That's what happens. That's how we defeat Amalek, and that's what happened at the time of, of Purim. The time of Purim is a time, and the Sugulat Sayom really is, that the something that's the Igeras, the, that the, the, an Igeras is something that we said, is it talks to us in the moment. It's not something that talks to us in the, in the future. Purim is a day in which a person has the ability to have a, a it's, it's a type of, of avoda, it's a type of steiging that is once a year. If you would say that like, wow, I had such a good Purim, I think next week I'm gonna do this again, right? So you'd, you'd get, you know, you'd lose your job, you'd, you know, you get thrown out of wherever you, you work, right? You can't, you can't just say, I wanna do Purim again. It, it doesn't work that way. It's a very temporary type of avoda. It's something that only works one day a year. But it's the type of thing that, as temporary as it is, it has the ability to, dis and, and, and it's temporary and very, very personal. It's something that 
that, that a person unlocks truths within themselves, but that truth is not something that just is there that day and then goes away, and then you only tap into it again the next year. But it's something that you tap into that day, but it's able to last forever. It has the igeres, it has that personal side to it, where it's, a person could very, very deeply find something out about themselves personally, but they're able to have that last ladoros, that Igaris is able to be a safer, that thing that's just temporary is able to go and last eternally with, for a person if he takes that limud with him. It's also a time in which the safer part of Torah, in which the part of Torah that seems to be impersonal, that seems to not necessarily talk to us, it's something that we have and we live and we follow and we keep, but how much does it, is it really a part of us? How much does it really speak to us? How much is it really within us? It's a day in which the, 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 the you know, so to say, the, the, the dry part of the Torah, that is which, something that we live our lives with because that we know we're supposed to do it, it's, it can become a lie for us. It's something that, that could become so real and so special and so pertinent and so personal for all of us. And that's the Segula Sayom of Purim. Purim is the day in which the Torah for us became an Igaris and a Sefer. We get a new Sefer, something that lasts forever, that's written in a very, it's, it's, it seems to be very stuck on its own time. It tells us a story, but it tells us a timeless story. And it's, 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 a, it's a story that tells us about our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's a Sefer and it's an Igaris. It's a, it's a timeless truth, but it's also something that so personally touches us. And Torah at that time, the Hadar Kiblua Bimeach Hashverosh was that now we were able to have this Kabbalah Satorah, this, this relationship to Torah, that was not just, it's, Torah is not just something that is outside of us, something that we follow, something that we know to be true, but doesn't touch us personally. But now it became something that's able to, to, that, that's able to become an Igaris, that's able to speak to us. It's able to be Ksov Zosikorn Besefer, but also Simba Ozne Yeshua. And we should be Zoha to utilize this perm in a way that we're able to have both aspects in which the the the, the temporary truths that we f that the, the temporary uh, hargashas that we have on perm are things that we can take with us and keep with us for eternity and the and uh, we should be able to have that feeling on perm that those things that those those eternal truths that seem to be in a sense distant from us and outside of ourselves we should be zocha to make them a part of ourselves and really deeply feel them personally in our lives. Amazing.